The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Daily Intermission listeners, it is season three, episode 21 of the Daily Intermission podcast. Welcome. It is Greg in studio. And let me tell you right now, winter is here in Nova Scotia. We had our first snowfall. I'm in studio and there is a lack of heat. Or I should say, I don't really know how to turn on the heat. So I've got my toque on, I've got my jacket on. I'm, I'm fairly cold. So this is an issue I'm going to address. Uh, I'm just hoping to, uh, you know, get into a new studio uh, eventually here in the uh, next few weeks, months coming. But uh, right now I'm going to battle through the cold. But listen, I hopefully everyone is doing well. It was an exciting week in sports, but we'll hop right into the pregame show here. And I did want to mention, I guess, before I get into the sports, um, you know, if you're an American listener and, and hopefully if you're a Canadian listener uh, or just a listener across the world, there's a very tragic, horrifying event that happened in Moscow, Idaho, at the University of Idaho, um, four students were out partying and, and, and drinking and, um, uh, you know, the, the next morning they found them all, um, dead and, um, you know, they were, they were murdered. Uh, and, uh, it just, it resonated with me because, you know, we've, you know, for people who have been to university and have done their undergrad, um, you know, we've all lived in student housing and, and we've all had the late nights, you know, being social and, and uh, coming home and, and may not have locked your door. And it's just such a terrifying event that went down in, in Idaho. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grieving for the families and, and for everyone involved. But, you know, the, 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 you know, even more tragic part is that they don't have a, they don't have a suspect or a murder weapon. And, and it's just a, a horrible event that's going on in Moscow, Idaho. So uh, if you don't know anything about it, look it up. And, and obviously uh, a terrifying event. So we're thinking about everyone at the University of Idaho and, and uh, hopefully they, this murderer gets found. Uh, but into a little bit more of a uh, positive topic, we're talking about sports because it's a daily intermission podcast and KSI and Dylan Dennis. So this Dylan Danis character, I'm not sure if he's a UFC fighter. I don't really know much about him. All I see him is he's a friend of Conor McGregor's and he's always trolling people and he loves attention, this guy. And uh, if you've never heard of him, check him out on Twitter. But apparently he's about to box KSI and there was an event held by Dazen. Uh, I don't know if it was a weigh-in for boxing events, but uh, KSI and Dylan Danis, you know, face-to-face, were kind of chirping each other and Dylan Danis kind of gives him a little bit of a sucker and throws a coffee in his face. And then he goes outside and there's a huge street brawl. So I don't know if this was your antics to kind of promote the fight, but I think they're going to fight in January. So KSI and Dylan Dennis, if you're unfamiliar with KSI, he is a massive British YouTuber. Uh, He's a business partner of Logan Paul's in the prime sports drink. So KSI and Dylan Dennis, such an odd event, but I thought I'd note it because it did take over my Twitter feed and 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 TikTok feed for a little bit this weekend. So as we know over here at the Daily Mission, not massive college football fans. I follow it. I'm not a huge fan. Like I couldn't name rosters like I do in the Big Four, but I do know Spencer Rattler because I've watched the QB one series on Netflix where they follow or they used to follow kind of the highly highly touted. 
um, quarterback prospects at their high, respective high schools in, in the United States. And Spencer Rattler was one. I think it was in the final season. Spencer Rattler, he, I, he got kicked off the team. He was just a, he's an odd character. He's got like diamond studs in his ears and he looks almost albino. But he was the quarterback for Oklahoma after Jalen Hurts then transferred to South Carolina. South Carolina hosted the Tennessee uh, Tennessee this weekend and Spencer Rattler went bananas. He threw for six touchdowns. I think he was 31 for 37. So shout out to Spencer Rattler for taking down the fifth ranked Tennessee. Is it? I, I don't even know. They're the Vols, the, uh, the volunteers. Is it? I'm not sure what it is, but the Tennessee volunteers. Anyway, Spencer Rattler, shout out, buddy. That's a great game from you. In the PGA Tour world, Canadian Adam Svensson gets his first PGA Tour victory. He absolutely battles out a, not a stacked field, but a stacked leaderboard. A lot of people bunched up at the top. I had Sahit Tagal. I needed him to win. Ends up finishing two strokes back. But ha- happy for Adam Svensson. The Canadian content on the PGA Tour right now is really stacked up. Um, just, you know, at the top of my head, you got Mackenzie Hughes, Corey Connors, you got Taylor Pendrith now, Adam Hadwin, you got Adam Svensson now who's won. So it's really starting to come along in the Canadian golf world. Adam Svensson, he went to Barry University. Barry University. Now I know what you're all thinking of right now. The, the fantastic image of Barry, but I didn't even know Barry University was a thing. I'll have to look more into it, but it's in Florida, D2 College. Uh, but he's been a winner for a long time. He was, you know, one of the top Canadians on the Canadian circuit, won the Canadian junior. He won three times on the Corn Ferry Tour. So it was just a matter of time, it seems like, for Adam Svensson. He's been he's been knocking at the door a bit, too. You can take it low. So happy for Adam Svensson, Canadian, uh, British Columbian, Surrey, B.C. Uh, so shout out to Adam Svensson for winning on the PGA Tour. So now we've got a break. So there's two events in December. We'll get December 10th. Obviously, we'll, we'll there'll be some content that we follow as the Rory Tiger versus Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. But... Uh, other than that, we've got uh, a couple events in December, the Century Tournament of Champions, and then January is when it really kicks off. That's when the Sony starts things off in Hawaii, and we will have the one and done up and ready. Continuing on in the pregame show, Toronto, the Argonauts win an upset and win the Grey Cup. So I, I, I checked in on it. I didn't watch it uh, very closely, but I did watch the halftime show. And there was three country singers, one of Florida Georgia Line, uh, one of the singers. And there were so like. There were like a hundred smoking hot girls around the stage. And I was like, okay, how did they coordinate this? Like, I know for a fact that there's not this many rockets following the CFL. So I, I, I've got to look more into it. But if you, if you watch the halftime show, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. There was a, just a small stage and there must've been a hundred just absolute smoke shows. Like, like 21 to 28 year olds just rocking and rolling at the halftime show. So I thought that was an incredible content, but the Argonauts beat the Winnipeg Bombers and uh, Andrew Harris, a running back for uh, Toronto. He won his fourth grade cop. I think he's going to go down as the greatest running back in CFL history. I don't follow it that much, but that's just kind of what I'm hearing through the grapevines, that he's uh, is an incredible talent. And just finally, the UFC is teasing some massive fights coming up. So if you're a UFC fan, you've got to be excited. But it sounds like it sounded like Colby Covington was going to fight Hazmat. Uh, uh, but it sounds like Alex Pereira might fight Hazmat. So whoever Hazmat fights next, this this guy who's just been knocking people out left, right, and center. He's a bald guy with a beard. Um, I think he fights... He's Russian, but he fights under the Swedish flag, I do believe. Anyway, he's going to fight Alex Pereira. Obviously, Alex Pereira just knocked out Israel Adesanya. So we'll see what happens there. The UFC's got some big fights coming around the corner, so we're excited about that. All right, quarter one. It was week 11 in the NFL. If you follow my three best bets every week, then you'd be a happy individual because uh, it was a sweep. 
the Bills, Patriots, and Colts all came through. So that was exciting. Uh, but certain things off on Thursday Night Football, the Titans ended up taking care. They were plus three and a half, I think, on the road against the uh, Green Bay Packers. And I think last week we were on the Titans. And they ended up beating them 27-17. to 17. Um, And you have to think that the Packers season is done. Um, unfortunately for Aaron Rodgers fans and Green Bay Packers fans, it's not going to be playoff season for you guys. Uh, I think they're four and seven now on the season. Uh, you'd have to think they'd have to win out to get to that like ten win mark. Um, so I think it's uh, it's all it's all said and done. Uh, the Packers are done, and the Titans look good, man. Mike Vrabel has those guys buzzing. I mean, they're not the most exciting football team to watch. They run the ball extremely well with Derrick Henry. Their defense is very stout. Uh, and But Ryan Tannehill looked good, mind you, on uh, on Thursday Night Football. So the Titans end up getting it done. Uh, they're certainly the best team in the AFC South, I think. So anyway, it was uh, it was an exciting Thursday Night Football, 27-10. to But let's move into the Sunday games. And the Patriots and Jets was an absolute snooze fest. It was 3-3 for the majority of the game, and then with 26 seconds left, the Jets end up punting, and Marcus Jones, rookie on the New England Patriots, ends up taking it back to the house to win the game. Exciting moment for Patriots fans. There was almost a block in the back uh, on that play, Uh, but the Patriots end up winning 10-3 over the New York Jets, and Zach Wilson, after the game, he was asked if he felt like he let down the Jets' defense, and he said no. Like, of course you let down the Jets' defense. You... You went the entire game with holding the Patriots offense to three points, and you can't put up any point. You throw for 77 yards. Like Zach Wilson, he's not a good quarterback. And uh, it's tough for the Jets because they've got a great surrounding cast. They've done a great job of drafting. So it's going to be interesting to see what they can do, uh, if they can poke their heads in. I would go for Garner Minshew. That's a guy, man. Garner Minshew. That's a guy who, who played well when Jalen Hurts was injured last year for Philadelphia. He looked okay for his years in Jacksonville, especially during the dog years of Jacksonville. Like That's a guy I'd be targeting if I was a, a quarterback needy team, and I think the Jets are one of them. The Eagles end up beating the Indianapolis Colts 17-16. This was one we were on, plus six. Uh, the or the Indianapolis Colts were leading most of this game. It's kind of a collapse, to be completely honest with you. Uh, but Jalen Hurts runs in a rushing touchdown at the end of the game uh, with about a minute and 50 left uh, to win the game 17-16. So congrats to the Eagles. I don't think they're the team that we think they are, but uh, they continue to win games. So uh, nice bounce back after losing to the Commanders on uh, Monday Night Football. The Saints beat the Rams 27-20. to uh, the Rams, I mean, this has been such a disappointment. I mean, th- I think everybody expected the Brown- the Rams to bounce back in a, you know, a, a mediocre way, at least be a playoff team, and that's just not going to be the case, obviously, with O. Cooper Cup now. Uh, Matt Stafford, man, he's he's getting washed up by the day. Uh, and the Saints, get it done. Um, and, uh, you know, you have to be excited for, uh, you know, if you're, you're a Saints fan, because I was on the Rams, unfortunately. Uh, but I'm looking for Jameis Winston to get in the mix here for uh, the New Orleans Saints. I'm not sure they, I mean, they love uh, Jameis Winston, but anyway, 27 to 20 for the, uh, for the New Orleans Saints over the Rams. Cordell Patterson is now the record holder for kickoff returns in NFL history. He had his ninth, 103 yarder. I mean, this guy's so versatile. He can play receiver. He can return kicks. He can play running back. I mean, I love Cordell Patterson. I loved his time with the Patriots. Uh, a lot of screen passes he got in New England. but uh, And the Falcons end up beating the Bears 27-24. to And I'm sick and tired of the Justin Field type. The Bears are just a not, not a good team. Uh, but having for Cordero Patterson, uh, ninth return kickoff touchdown. I mean, that's just an incredible feat. Taylor Heineke is now that guy in Washington. Uh, I think Carson Wentz is healthy, but they're going to stick with 
Tyler Heineke, and, and for good reason. Uh, they beat uh, Houston 23-10, who was just a terrible team. Uh, the Washington defense was balling, but uh, Taylor Heineke is going to remain that guy in Washington. I'm happy because he's got a great connection uh, with Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry, and I've got Scary Terry in some fantasy leagues. So I'm happy about that. So the Washington Commanders beat the Houston Texans 23-10. The Detroit Lions go into the New York Giants uh, to MetLife and beat the Giants 28 or 31-18. I do apologize. Uh, I, th- I, don't, I think the Giants are about to go on a little bit of a slide here. I don't think those are those. I don't think they're those guys. They've been playing extremely well, but you can't lose a game to the Lions. Uh, but the Lions, I mean, their defense played well. Their offense was buzzing. So happy for the Lions and Dan Campbell. Uh, they went 31-18, and that man was fired up after the game, deservedly so. Baltimore beats Carolina 13-3 in maybe the snooziest game of the week. Um, it was 0-0 for a long time. I was flipping on toward to that game a little bit, and, man, it was a snooze fest. Uh, but Baltimore ends up winning 13-3. And uh, didn't cover that 13-point spread. Almost did. Uh, the Raiders walk off the Broncos a mile high in overtime. Devontae Adams running wide open. I just don't get it, man. How does this guy get so wide open? I mean, if you're a DB. I mean, they've got great DBs over in uh, in Denver as well. But Russell Wilson, tough L. He's been munching on L's all year long. And, uh, yeah, and Derek Carr and, and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams went bananas. Josh Jacobs went bananas as well. Josh Jacobs, man, he doesn't get enough love. I think he had like 170 com, uh, yards uh, receiving and, and on the ground. So uh, the Raiders look good. They end up beating the Broncos a mile high. The Cowboys absolutely dust the Vikings. This is interesting. On Thursday, I talked about the line. The opening line was minus two for the Cowboys. And at face value, you thought, okay, the Vikings are eight and one. They've been on a tear. They just beat the Bills. And now you got the Cowboys coming in um, who just lost to the Packers and their favorites. Well, Vegas, they knew something because the Cowboys absolutely dusted the Vikings. Tough scene. Tony Pollard went absolutely bananas. Two receiving touchdowns, and uh, yeah, the Cowboys walk in in Minnesota. So, uh, Cowboys fans are definitely riding high this weekend. And Kansas City on Sunday Night Football ended up taking care of the Chargers, thirty to twenty-seven. Justin Herbert and, and Patrick Mahomes—that's just a fun matchup to watch, and that's going to be fun to watch uh, for the next, uh, you know, say ten years, twice a year. Uh, that Chargers Chiefs matchup, but uh, the Chiefs get it done, and uh, Travis Kelsey three receiving touchdowns. Sorry, just checking in over on my roadcaster. Uh, but yeah, big win for Kansas City. They continue to roll, and they're going to be a tough team. They're going to be a tough team. They're gonna, they've got to be the Super Bowl favorites, I think, right now. They've got to be the most complete team coaching, and, and obviously with the quarterback play of, of Patrick Mahomes. So they were, with, they were without uh, Nicole Hardman, without uh, Vantel Scantling, without uh, Juju Smith-Suster. It didn't matter. So uh, the Chiefs look good. And, and, and Monday Night Football tonight, um, gosh, I don't even know who's playing Monday Night Football tonight. Um, so I'll have to look into that and, and update you guys on the Instagram or on the chalkboard with who my picks are, but I don't have it in front of me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll be watching. I don't know who's playing though. Let's just, let's do the process of elimination. Um, Pittsburgh played, Baltimore played. Um, did I mention Balt- uh, the, the Bengals beat the, the Steelers? I don't know if I did, did mention that, but yeah, they won 37 to 30. Um, Gosh, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to pain you through the process of elimination. So that's uh, going to conclude the week 11 wrap up. Um, so I am heading to the states on Saturday. So I will have an episode for you guys uh, on Friday, um, but then I won't have an episode until the f- the following Friday. Um, so unfortunately, that's the way it's going to rock and roll this week. But there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Quarter two NBA. Uh, I've got some actually some good guests around the corner now that I'm on that topic. Uh, I've got a, um, a, a Chilean golfer, I do believe. Um, that uh, he played in the 2015 Masters, and he's kind of on the mini tour circuit. And then I've got uh, Molly Carlson, I think her name is. Um, she's a diver for Red Bull, and uh, she does high diving. So those are kind of two guests that have got uh, lined up in the pipeline. Hopefully some more uh, coming, but uh, I know you guys are grinding through me right now with these monologues. I hate them just as much as you do. Uh, to be completely honest, it's not fun just sitting here looking at a camera talking. It's very challenging for me. Uh, so continue to, to fight through with me. Um, hopefully we can have another host. Uh, you know, we can do some host tryouts for the podcast. Um, but continuing on, quarter two, the NBA. The FU Jazz Tour is not going as well as it started. It was 3-0 and now we're 3-2. and uh, Tonight the Clippers take on the Jazz and I am on the Clippers minus 4. So the FU, the FU Jazz Tour will continue for a few more games until we get to that 10-game game mark. Uh, but the Jazz are sitting at the top of the Western Conference, so they are kind of giving you an FU, Greg. Um, but uh, they're going to be without Mike Connolly. So I'm hoping that kind of... Um, Gives them a little some heartaches and some uh, some headaches, I should say. So we'll see what happens there. The Bron- uh, the uh, Brooklyn Nets. I do apologize. Uh, Kyrie is back from suspension, and uh, they end up winning last night against the Memphis Grizzlies. But Ben Simmons is starting to come alive. Uh, the Nets are back to eight and nine, and, and Ben Simmons put up 20, uh, 22 last night. Decent stat line, thirteen rebounds. I do believe. Uh, so Benny Simmons back in the mix. Starting to prove people wrong. He seems to be getting some confidence back. He's starting to sound a bit better in the media. Uh, they go to Philly, which would be must-watch content because you know the Philly fans are going to be absolutely giving it to that guy. Uh, so that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, but the Nets are back in the mix. The NBA right now is littered with injuries just across the board. I mean, we look John Morant's out. Dame Lillard's out. Cade Cunningham's out. Mike Connolly, who I just mentioned for the Utah Jazz, out. Tyrese Maxey out. Jimmy Butler out. So superstars littered across the league right now dealing with injuries. I mean, LeBron, there's always going to be an injury in the Lakers, it seems like. Either LeBron or Anthony Davis will be in street clothes. Uh, but uh, that's tough for the NBA right now because, I mean, obviously, you know, stars sell uh, the product in the NBA. So tough right now for the NBA. Hopefully guys can get healthy. Clay Thompson was splashed in the other night. Put up 41 against Houston. That's dangerous for the Golden State Warriors once because I think uh, Steph had 30 in the game. If Clay is buzzing and uh, and Steph is buzzing, dangerous, dangerous duo. Clearly the Splash Brothers. But uh, it's nice to see Clay. Uh, he says he's finally starting to feel back uh, after that two-year stint where he barely played. Um, Clay looking good, looking like himself again, splashing 41 points. The Atlanta Hawks, who are off to a 10 and six start. Um, obviously getting to Junte Murray from the Spurs, and obviously we know how great Trey Young is. They're shopping John Collins, their power forward. So I thought this was interesting because, I mean, I'm not, I don't know the dynamics of how their team succeeds. Uh, I don't know basketball well enough to tell you that. I know Clint Capella is their five, but I thought John Collins was a stud. I really like his play. He throws down some massive slams throughout the season, but they're shopping him apparently. So I don't know if that's like a locker room debacle or if it's just they're looking to change up the you know methodology of how they play. But the Hawks are shopping John Collins, so I thought that was worth noting. Um, Victor Wembayama. Obviously, we all know the seven foot four Frenchman who is going to be the unanimous number one pick next year. 
He's repping up the G League. He's coming off a 30.9 rebound, five assist, five assist, five assist game. It's going to be interesting to see which team gets their hands on Victor Wembanyama because this guy is going to be an absolute freak. He's bigger than Rudy Gobert, and he can handle the ball. He can move. I'm really excited for this guy next year. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I mean, it's uh, it's no luck. I mean, those Orlando's, those Houston's. I mean, the teams that have been bad are still bad. Um, so we'll see what happens. But this guy's going to be an absolute freak. Unfortunately, the Jazz won't get a uh, you know a sniff at him because they win too many games. Just the kind of an overall playoff picture right now in the NBA: the Heat, the Bulls, and the Golden State Warriors all lo- outside looking in. I think that changes. Uh, but the Bulls are—I mean, the Heat have been really struggling. Um, and, uh, you know, they're going to be without Jimmy Butler for a few games and Kyle Lowry, all the overweight jokes that he receives. I just don't know if the heat of that, those guys obviously signing Tyler hero to the huge deal, but uh, we'll see. They might be able to make a comeback. I mean, it's so early right now to, uh, to really, you know, try to predict the playoff, uh, picture. And I think they do end up in the playoffs and, and same with the bulls. Um, I love DeRozan, man. That guy's mid game. I was I was reading a stat the other day, and and um, Demar Derozan has made like seven hundred and twenty six mid range jump shots in the last decade, and the next closest is like four hundred. He's almost doubled up the amount of mid range buckets he's had in the NBA. So Demar Derozan, the king of the mid range. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I think the Lakers are going to miss the playoffs. They look like a dumpster fire, and Golden State's clearly going to make the playoffs. It's just they're going to have to go on a bit of a heater. They they ended up winning their first road game, which I forgot to get on. But, but yeah, so uh, that's going to wrap up quarter two in the NBA, and we're going to move into quarter three, a little NHL talk. Chicago Blackhawks have retired Marion Hosa's number eighty-one. Now I thought this was a little bit surprising. I had to double check. I mean, Marion Hosa he played for a plethora of teams. Remember when he was bouncing back and forth. Uh, between uh, Detroit and Pittsburgh trying to win a cup. And then, uh, obviously, start his career in Ottawa. Uh, but they end up retiring. He's number 81 in Chicago. So I, there's been a lot of surprising jersey retirements for me. Um, Chris Neal is a funny one in Ottawa. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, the, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks have retired Marion Hosa's number 81. The Boston Bruins. You know I've got to give the Boston Bruins a shout-out on the podcast. 16-2 and two start. Now, I've got a question for you all, and I guess I've got no one to answer this question, but is David Pasternak underrated? I mean, this guy, and I think the only reason he might be a little bit underrated uh, is because of the fact that Marshawn and Bergeron and, and Taylor Hall, and they've got just such a Charlie McAvoy, they've got such a, such a star-studded lineup that, you know, maybe he's not talked about enough. But, man, he's such a freak. He's just so talented. And uh, there was a goal the other night where he, like, uh, Bergeron knocked it out of the air Pasternak caught it and then sent it back over to uh, Bergeron. Anyway, it's just these guys, that's such a fun line to watch. And, and um, I mean, I think Linus Allmark, his play is going a little bit underrated. Leads the league in wins, leads the league in, in uh, save percentage, leads the league in, in goals against average. So, I mean, this guy's been an absolute stud, Linus Allmark. So the Bruins continue to be such a wagon. And so do the Devils. The Devils have won 12 in a row. They absolutely beat the wheels off the Sens uh, to win their 12th straight. But I'm going to make an announcement right now, ladies and gentlemen. The Edmonton Oilers roll into to New Jersey tonight, and I am on the Edmonton Oilers money line, and I will be going 10 straight games betting against the New Jersey Devils. So you can either back that bet, or you can watch, or if you think that the uh, the Devils are going to win 22 straight games, then you know you can be against me. But I'm going 10 straight games now and betting money line against them for the entirety of it. Uh, so hopefully we end up on top, but that starts tonight as Edmonton goes into New Jersey. So... The uh, New Jersey Devils Fuck You Tour begins tonight. So hopefully, uh, you guys, I'll, I'll announce that on uh, social media 
And, um, and yeah, so uh, hopefully we can win some money. Uh, Mitch Marner is on a 12 games point streak. The Leafs have looked better. Uh, they got Matt Murray back. Obviously I mentioned last episode, but, uh, it's interesting right now because Marner's playing with Tavares. Tavares is scoring lots of goals and, uh, and Nylander's playing with uh, Matthews. So we'll see how long that lasts in Leafland. Uh, Matt Barzell, this was an interesting one. He started off the year 18 games, 19 assists, a point per game guy, but he hadn't scored a goal until last night he scored. Uh, but Maddie B, Maddie Barzell, uh, 19 assists in 18 games, finally cracks the goose egg in the goal department, the monkey off the back. I didn't see if he did the monkey off the back celebration, but that's always a classic. You have to feel bad for the Washington Capitals right now. In Washington, without Connor Brown, without uh, and he'll be without uh, you know for he'll be gone for the rest of the season. Uh, without Nick Backstrom, without Tom Wilson, without T.J. Oshie, um, they were without John Carlson, without uh, Dmitry Orlov for a little bit. So, I mean, this team is uh, they're a good team uh, when they're healthy. Uh, they've just been so injury riddled, and it's going to be a tough season for them, I think. Um, but I don't think they're going to be in like a rebuild situation as long as Alex Ovechkin is in the lineup. Like, I think they're going to do everything they can do, you know, support a supporting cast around Alex Ovechkin until he breaks Gretzky's, Gretzky's record. So, um, I don't think it's going to be the season for the Washington Capitals in terms of being a playoff team in the Metro. I mean, there's too many good teams, but, uh, hopefully they get healthy and hopefully Ovechkin continue to fill the net. I do want to talk about Tage Thompson because this guy is an absolute monster. And if you're unfamiliar with Tage Thompson, he's a six foot seven, six foot six forward for the Buffalo Sabres. I think he came over in the Ryan O'Reilly deal uh, from St. Louis. But this guy's an absolute freak. He's got 12 bingos in the year. Um, he's just been, he's an incredible talent. I mean, there was a clip the other night of him just absolutely dancing, Nealander and Matthews on the half wall in the offensive zone. Um, you know, he, uh, he's truly a really fun talent. I mean, he's been ripping home goals and, and just being incredible talent for the, for the Buffalo Sabres. So he's a really fun guy to watch if you're unfamiliar with Tage Thompson. Uh, but the Buffalo Sabres have an incredibly bright future. If they can get some goaltending, cause right now, I mean, they, I mean, their goaltender, Eric Comrie and, 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 uh, and gosh, what's his name? Craig Anderson are just not going to do it, but this team's got a really bright future. Um, Granado, the coach there, has been fantastic. So I think Buffalo is going to be a team that's going to make some noise in the next five years. And I remember last episode, the the questions from the audience. Um, I think uh, one of them was, which team has uh, has the brightest future in the NHL? I think that Buffalo is so, certainly going to be one. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's going to conclude uh, quarter three. Just some highlights there. Make sure you're on the uh, New Jersey's FU tour. It's going to be exciting, so I'm looking forward to it. All right, quarter four, the World Cup is alive and well in Qatar. And Qatar absolutely bent me over. I was riding the Qatar FIFA uh, match-fixing scandal. I was riding the match-fixing. I was hoping it was going to go down, but uh, unfortunately it didn't. Ecuador ends up beating uh, Qatar 2-0, and this Valencia individual along Ecuador. I mean, I'm not, obviously we all know that I'm not a huge soccer or football fan, but this, this Valencia character, he had a hat trick in like the first, uh, first half, but... Uh, one of them got called back, so we ended up scoring two goals, and they end up winning 2-0. Uh, but now things get exciting. Now it's going to be just a few weeks of just World Cup content. Uh, today, England plays Iran. That's going on right now. Actually, I'm going to check in on that game. Uh, we've got Senegal and, Norton and Netherlands and U.S. versus Wales. Uh, I didn't put together a parlay, but I will probably start doing that. Is like is, uh, every, every game parlays. Um, uh, every Oh, oh wow. England's up 5-1 on Iran. Um, wow. Oh, Marcus Rashford bingoed. Love seeing it. Um, or did he? No, he didn't. Oh, yeah, he did. 
Um, but uh, wow, that's an absolute renting. 5-1 England uh, over Iran. Uh, I think that's to be expected. I think England's a football powerhouse. and I mean, I'm not going to speculate too much, but I don't think Iran fields the strongest of teams. Uh, but that's 5-1 right now as I'm recording. Uh, Senegal plays Netherlands at noon, my time. And then the United States plays the Wales in the United States uh, opener. So maybe we'll sprinkle a little U.S. action. I think in my preview show on TikTok, I picked Wales over the U.S., but might flip that. Uh, but I'm really excited for Wednesday because that's when Canada opens up against Belgium. Belgium ends up losing their last friendly to Egypt, a team that didn't qualify for the World Cup. So that was interesting. And Canada beat Japan. Uh, and it does, and it is announced that Alfonso Davies will suit up for Canada. So that's exciting. Uh, hopefully, Alfonso Davies is ready to rock and roll because he is the face of Team Canada. John Herdman, the head coach of, uh, of Team Canada, uh, if you're unfamiliar with John Herdman, which a lot of you will be, uh, he ended up winning the Olympics uh, for, the, for the Canadian women, has really been, uh, you know, such a pivotal, uh, you know, leader and, and um, you know, just kind of, he's just taken Canadian soccer from, you know, something that's, you know, really been irrelevant in our country for a long time to something that's, you know, now in the World Cup of the men's stage and, and now, you know, one of the best groups on the women's side so you know john herman's been so incredible and um you know such a uh you know influence for for canadian soccer so shout out to john herman you absolute legend i think he's british <laughs> argentina is gonna be fun to watch i i was watching like a little bit of a uh preview on on argentina and does Messi have like a massive leg tattoo if he does, I, I'm all for it. I'm all for the ink for uh, for the superstars in the sporting world. So Messi's going to be fun to watch. I'm really excited for this World Cup. Obviously, we all know I'm not a big football fan, but uh, this World Cup's going to be exciting to watch. So Canada on Wednesday, I'll be tuned in for, and I'll probably watch the uh, the Americans play today as well. So it's just beginning uh, the World Cup. There'll be a ton more content. It's going to be a quarter uh, in the episode for as long as it goes on. Um, but that's going to conclude it folks. Hopefully you're all, uh, enjoying the uh, content online. Hopefully you guys are all bearing with me. Um, you know, it's, it's time to find a host to talk sports with me because I'm sick of doing it alone. I'm sick of the, listening to my own voice. I'm sick of to not having someone to talk about things with. Uh, but Baltimore this week, I'm excited to fly to the States. I haven't been in a long time. I'm excited to, you know, stuff my lip with chewing tobacco. I haven't had a chew and like, you know, a few years. So that's going to be interesting. Maybe I'll vlog that. I'll probably spin out and pass out, but that'll be fun to watch. Uh, make sure you're on all the socials. Make sure you five star the episode, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you're on the Instagram page, the YouTube page, uh, follow along. I'll, uh, I've got a long layover in Toronto and I'm on my way to Baltimore this week. So I'll probably end up, um, doing, uh, some, some question uh, answering, uh, in that realm. But, uh, but no, as always, guys, I really do appreciate you guys listening. Make sure, uh, yeah, you're uh, you're taking it easy. And listen, everyone, enjoy your work weeks. Uh, follow along on social media, and uh, let's keep rocking and rolling. Let's go!